Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The 136th edition of the Four Corners podcast starts right now. Black holding high, goes to Darty. Darty and the double team, gives it back to Black with 20 seconds left to play. Goes back to Michael Jordan, jumper from out on the left, good! Rebounded by Weber. Michigan out of timeout. Weber, front court, Carolina with foul. He takes the timeout, they're out foul. of timeout. Technical foul, technical foul on Michigan. Ed Corbett says he can run the baseline, hands in the ball. Brown gets it into Williams. Here comes Williams' front court. Williams on the drive. Gets it back out to him. Long outside shot. Short rebounded. May. It's over. Carolina has won the national championship. 89-72. And how about them Tar Heels? They are the national champions. Matthews off the mark. And this year, the confetti is going to fall for North Carolina. They're not going to be denied this time. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Four Corners Podcast. We are powered by Carolina Electrical Services. Just Josh here with you guys tonight as I had the chance to sit down with recruiting expert from the circuit, Alex Caramanos, for a great conversation as we discuss the incoming freshmen that will join Carolina basketball later this season. An update on Gregory Jackson's commitment what his likely decommitment means for Simeon Wilcher, and a breakdown of guys that Carolina has offered this week, and even and even a national title guarantee from Alex maybe at the end of the, the interview. So let me, let, let's, let's jump right into that. Here is my conversation with recruiting expert Alex Karamanos. I am now joined by... Recruiting guru for the circuit, Alex Karamanos. Alex, good evening, man. How's it going? What's going on, man? Appreciate you having me on the podcast. I'm, uh, I've been looking forward to it. Uh, I know we were supposed to do it last night, but uh, some unexpected events happened with me tearing my ACL. But I'm here now, and I'm excited, man. No, I'm, I'm uh, excited to bring you on the pod. I've been following you on Twitter for a while, and uh, you're you're a guy that uh, is all over the re- the recruiting landscape, um, and, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And I want to go ahead and jump in. We got a lot of recruiting to talk about, including another update on Gregory G.G. Jackson and some other guys that Carolina has offered this week. But I want to focus first because I know you had a chance the last couple summers or so to see some of the guys that will join the team. Um, this 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 uh, upcoming season. So Carolina's bringing in four incoming freshmen. If you count Richard freshman Will Shaver, you got mm-hmm. Seth Trimble, you got Tyler Nickel, then you got Jalen Washington. What yes. stands out the most to you about the incoming crop of players that make up Hubert Davis's first recruiting class? You know what? What stands out to them to the incoming freshmen, I think, man, is you know just their style of play fits North Carolina, right? You know, like Will Shaver, redshirt freshman, you know, bigger guy. He's a big, bigger guy. You know, he plays really physical. He can finish over both shoulders, you know, really like a more traditional big. Um, you know, then you have Seth Trimble, 
Um, you know, really, really high IQ guard. I watched him a bunch last summer playing with Phenom University, uh, Tyler Heroes, UIBL team. Uh, you know, he's got some sneaky athleticism to him. He'll get up and he'll he'll dunk a, a good amount of layups or that he like when he goes to the rim. Uh, Tyler Nickel, you know, he he can shoot. He can really, really shoot the ball, you know, whether that's off the catch when he's spotting up or, you know, he can hit that, you know, pump fake and then take one dribble and then hit that one dribble pull up. And then Jalen Washington, you know, he played super, super well last summer with um, Mean Streets out of Illinois. They um, actually made the final four at Peach Jam last year, and he was playing really, really well against some of the best bigs in the country. Like, you know, he was battling against Derek Lively and Jalen Duran with team final, and that's not an easy task. So, you know, I think the incoming class for North Carolina, you know, uh, I, I just for the fans, you know, be excited because they're going to come in and they're going to make an instant impact. You mentioned Will Shaver, and this was a guy who joined the program back in January. So he's been a part of the program for the last seven months or so. And he said he's the type of guy that could score over both shoulders, more of a traditional type of big. What can we expect him to provide for this team coming off the bench and then maybe as soon as next year moving into that starting role if Armando Baycott were to part from Carolina? Yeah, you know – uh, Will Shaver, like I said, he can finish really well over both shoulders. He's a bigger guy. Um, he's definitely leaned out a little bit since he's been at Carolina. You know, the, those guys live in the weight room and they live in the gym. So he leaned out a little bit, but he plays really physical, right? You know, he'll back you down in the post and he can get guys off their feet with a pump fake and then get to the line. Um, he's going to rebound the hell out of the ball on both ends of the floor. And, you know, he's a great rim runner too. You know, he knows his job as a big man is to run the floor, run block to block, get himself in position and make it easy for um, his guards to find him and for his team, for him to provide his team with easy points, you know, right around the basket. So, you know, I think him coming off the bench this year, coming uh, in behind Baycott is a, is a nice, you know, with that second group, he's going to really, really flourish. One of the things we highlighted during Seth Trimble's recruitment was his ties to the program being the younger brother of J.P. Tokoto, who uh, at Carolina had an up-and-down type of career but was a high riser and could, yeah. could, could throw down with the best of them. It was a great perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. What, in, in, in what ways does Trimble mirror his brother, and in what ways does he – defer from his, his his older brother who played for the Tar Heels some seven, eight, nine years ago. Yeah, you know, uh, Tokido, you know, like you said, was a high flyer, you know. He was jumping out of the gym. Um, I think his brother's game is a lot different than his, though. Seth Trimble's, I think, only about 6'2", maybe 6'3". But, you know, he's more of a traditional – He can he's a combo guard. You know, he can play on the ball or off the ball. But he's, like I said before – He's got some sneaky athleticism to him, you know, like guys that are guarding him, like might not think it, but he'll get a guy on his hip and then just go up and, you know, dunk it right on their head. And people won't be expecting that. Like I've seen him get a fast break before windmill dunk on the fast break, but that's just one part of his game is athleticism. You know, he's a really, really smart player. You know, he makes the right passes. You know, he's very vocal on the court as well. He gets his guys involved. But then when it comes down to it, if 
you know, they need a basket, you know, he can go get one himself too. Um, you know, I really liked him when he was more on, on the ball. I really like him on the ball just because of like his presence on the court. Like he always has a presence on the court because he's always impacting the game in some way, whether that's passing, whether that's defending, whether it's scoring, like when he's on the floor in his freshman season at North Carolina, he will impact the game in one way or another. Tyler Nichols earned a reputation as a guy who can shoot it from just about anywhere. And I, and I've seen some highlights and some tape of him and he definitely has unlimited range. And um, he was one of the best all time scores in the state of Virginia, which is saying a lot concerning the type of talent they've produced, uh, you know, in the history of that state, what player does he remind you of the most? Uh, uh, North Carolina player or any player? Um, if, if, if you want to make it Tar Heel specific, you can, or just in general, because I don't remember a guy coming out of high school. I mean, like we knew Justin Jackson could score to some degree, but not not like Tyler Nickel. And same thing like with Cam Johnson when he joined the program. So yeah. which, which, whichever way you want to go. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a nice comp for him. Uh, Pat Codding, Coddington, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, on the Bucks. Okay. You know, he's a guy that he comes in. Gives gives you eight to ten points, <clears throat> hits a couple threes, grabs a couple rebounds, dishes a couple assists, and then and just plays super hard, dives for loose balls. You know, like you said, he was leading scorer in the state of Virginia. Obviously, his role is going to change at North Carolina this year, but I could see him coming in and making an impact, like hit, making some big shots. You know, just being their go-to guy for when like they need a shot to be made. But, you know, he can get down and guard, too. He can guard one through three. So I think that's how he's going to help you out. And, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my comp for him. Um, lastly, for guys joining the, the team this season, is Jalen Washington, who a lot like when Sterling Manley enrolled back uh, in the 2017 season, um, he, he shows up with, with knee injuries, and there's a lot of questions about his health moving forward. But like Hubert Davis did, or like Roy Williams did with Sterling, Hubert Davis stood by Jalen Washington during his recruitment. If yeah. his knees can hold up and he can stay healthy, is he the future of the front court for Carolina after Armando Baycott? Yeah, man, if he can stay healthy, like I was talking about earlier, I've seen Jalen Washington go to war with some guys on the court and not just any guys, you know, Jalen Duran, who was a top 15 pick in the NBA draft this year. Mm-hmm. And he he went up against him and Derek Lively. They played team final. That was their backcourt. And uh, that was their front court. I'm sorry. Jalen Duran and Derek Lively. Jalen Duran, top 15 NBA draft pick, Derek Lively. Um, you know, he's was the number one player in the 2022 class. He's at Duke now, Carolina, North Carolina rival. So you've got North Carolina will be seeing a lot of him this year. But, you know, he can really, really play Jalen Washington. If he can stay healthy, you know, he can bang inside, but he can also stretch the floor, right? You know, he'll sit. He can. I've seen him knock down threes consistently. But the thing with him is, you know, a guard will get inside drive to the rim and he'll be sitting right there in the short corner. He can knock down that 15 foot jump shot or he'll just cut and then catch, go up with off two and just dunk it. <clears throat> so Jalen Washington, you know, if, like I said, if he can stay healthy uh, for the future, you know, North Carolina fans be excited. 
We're talking with Alex Karamanos, recruiting guru for the circuit. Let's look to the 2023 class, and I teased at the beginning that there was another development in the recruitment of five-star current UNC commit Gregory G.G. Jackson, and it was reported last weekend that um, he is expected to decommit from Carolina, reclassify, and join the Gamecocks this season. That that report, I guess, got furthermore confirmed today. Um, his yeah. Twitter bio now just simply reads, um, class of 2023. Although his pinned tweet is still him being a, a, a UNC commit, how did we how did we get here in his recruitment? Because it was kind of, you know, Carolina was kind of the front runner for most of the, the season during the, the ongoing season. Um, and after Carolina beat Duke in the final four, it seemed that he was going to commit kind of on the spot. That mm-hmm. didn't happen. It took him roughly a month later to do so. And now here we are two months later, and he's he's talking about reclassifying and joining, let's be honest here, a lesser program in South Carolina. Yeah, so, you know, the the recruitment of Gigi Jackson has been not simple. (laughs) That's the way I can put it. You know, he was the number one player in the class of 2023 right now. Um, Yeah, the news broke today that he'll be actually decommitting from North Carolina within two weeks, and um, he'll early enroll at South Carolina. Um, Like I said, that announcement is supposed to come within two weeks. Um, you know, like I said, it, it hasn't been simple in his recruitment, right? It's um, It's been actually kind of weird. You know, he committed to North Carolina and then about maybe 10 to 15 days ago, uh, some news was breaking that he was going to decommit. But then I was just at EYB, uh, EYBL in Kansas City. Hubert Davis is courtside watching him with Sean May. So then I thoughts are going through my head, oh, maybe he's staying, but um. You know, what really think what I've heard that's uh, been going into it is, uh, you know, his parents want him to be close, like close to home. Um, So that's I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see if it really does happen in two weeks. But as of right now, it looks like that it's done deal that that's going to happen. Jackson is not the only five-star committed in that 2023 class because Simeon Wilcher committed to UNC back when they held their annual kickoff to basketball celebration last October. So that's roughly six to eight months ago. But they were kind of always believed to kind of be a combo deal of some sorts. If if this rumors about Jackson comes to fruition and he does decommit and reclassify, could we see a scenario with Simeon Wilcher where he maybe not reclassifies but but backs out of his commitment to Carolina and, and, and reopens his basketball services? You know, I think Sim, uh, Simeon's going to stay. You know, I I, um, I got a good relationship with Simeon. Um, you know, he's a really, really good kid and a really, really good basketball player too. And I just think he fits into that system so well. You know, 6'4 combo guard, um, can really, really score the ball. But what I really love about his game, and I don't think he gets talked about en- enough, is – how good of a defender he is. He really takes pride in his defense and, you know, guards, you know, usually the best uh, shooting guard on the other team. And I watched them this weekend in Kansas City at a big game, 25 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals, one game. So he can really play. So I, I truly believe that he'll stay and he'll be a Tar Heel. 
uh, after this, after his senior season at Roselle Catholic in New Jersey. And from me, I've been watching Simeon for years now. Um, what I have to say is North Carolina fans be ready for a show once he gets there. The good news is, is that despite all of the unknowns that exist in the 2023 class, Heber Davis is a smart man. So he's been very busy offering other front court prospects in the, in the 2023 class, like Zayden High and TJ Power, and even the and then and even in the 2024 class, um, uh, and a guy who's an in-state product like Drake Powell. What can you? I know it's very early, and their recruitments in regard to Carolina. But what can you tell us about those three individuals, High, Power, and Powell? So Zayden High actually um, he'll be attending AZ Compass Prep next year. Uh, they play in the NIBC, the elite high school, you know, conference. He plays with JL3 out of Texas on the EYBL circuit. He actually played at one of our events to start the grassroots season. And, and that's when um, he really blew up. You know, he played super well, started to climb the rankings, and he's been picking up offers left and right. You know, he's really, really good, can stretch the floor, can guard one through five almost. I've seen him guard some centers. Um, Do-it-all type of player, you know, scores it, rebounds it, passes it, and can defend. I really like Zayden High a lot. He's from Texas. Um, So, and then Drake Powell, class of 2024, He's like a 2-3. He's labeled as like a small forward. He's about 6'5", 170 pounds. Uh, he's currently a four-star. Um, he's really, really good, too. He's long. He's got really long arms. <clears throat> uh, kind, <clears throat> kind of shifty as well. Get, when he gets downhill, he's hard to stop. He can get right to the rim. And, um, yeah, he's um, really, really good. Uh, and the last guy, TJ Power, who we actually gave um, – uh, uh, we we do the all-circuit teams for the EYBL events, and um, we actually just gave him offensive MVP. He had a game where he just scored at – in Kansas City, he scored 41 points. Um, he's, uh, you know, 6'8", six, 6'10", six six, in the middle there. You know, he can score it from all three levels – he plays at Worcester Academy, and he plays for BABC out of uh, Massachusetts. Um, so, so those are three guys that, you know, North Carolina fans should keep their eyes on. Um, you know, they're going to continuously get better in, the, in uh, well, for high and for power. They're, they're going to continue to get better during the their senior seasons. And um, for Drake Powell, you know, he's got two more years of high school, so he'll continue to develop as well. And, uh, yeah, I could definitely see TJ Power. I could see all three of them playing at North Carolina. I, I can envision it, but the guy that I think fits North Carolina system the best is TJ Power. Yeah. You know, he's um, – I would say he's a more skilled and, like, more fluid Luke May. You know, don't get me wrong. Luke May was awesome, right? Um, but TJ power, you know, he's a little bit taller. He's got more skill to him. He can put the ball on the floor. Um, so yeah, keep a lookout on those guys and, uh, see if they end up at North Carolina. 
All right, Alex, we'll get you out on this. I know we've talked a lot about recruiting because uh, that, that is your forte, but I did yes. want to ask you, I've kind of made it my mission to okay. ask every guest that I, that I bring on leading up to the season and even once we get the season underway for, for, for Carolina, a team that was three minutes away from winning a national championship. They returned mm-hmm. four starters from that team. They add in Pete Nance, who's a quality transfer out of Northwestern. We just talked about the four freshmen that they're bringing in, along with Puff Johnson and Dontress Styles coming back off the bench as well. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say that the 2022-23 season is a national championship or bust for Hubert Davis and the Tar Heels? <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm gonna go and say national championship. <laughs> I'm gonna say national championship for. Uh, I mean, they were so close last year, man. They play, you know, they got hot at the right time, and uh, you know, if they get hot at the right time again, and you know, maybe have a better regular season, that natty championship for the Tar Heels. <laughs> I, I I really hope. You know, when we're talking recruiting next summer, I hope it's going to be me uh, coming off a championship high where we get back to we get back to the final four. This one's in Houston. And the last time that the final four is in Houston, some things happen that we don't like talking about. And hopefully Carolina is exercising some demons and we're talking about an eighth national championship. Alex. Just want to thank you um, so much for your time. This was awesome. I, I was uh, well, when, when I reached out, I, I knew this was going to be a fun conversation, and that it was. And um, so I do want to thank you for your time and and best of luck, best of wishes. You'll be in our thoughts and prayers as you recover from that ACL injury, and uh, hopefully we can talk some more recruiting down the road, my man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I really appreciate uh, you having me on. You know, anybody uh, listening out there, if they. Uh, you know, ever want some like uh, North Carolina recruiting scoops, you know, I, I answer all my direct messages on Twitter. So if you guys ever just reach out, want to just talk Carolina basketball or, you know, uh, see if I know any scoops on anything. Uh, yeah. You guys can hit me up and I'll always answer, but yeah, man, really appreciate you having, uh, having me on. This was a lot of fun and uh, I'd love to join again, maybe, maybe uh, after next season to talk about the recruiting uh for North Carolina again. All right, awesome, man. We'll we'll stay in touch, okay? Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks a lot. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and and props, your betting feels endless. So whether you're like me, you're going to bet on the upcoming Mets series, or maybe you're a Braves fan, or this week's ongoing Open Championship, you can do all of that at DraftKings Sportsbook. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash 
whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Do want to thank Alex again for his time. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, he, it was it was a conversation that I was looking really forward to, and and he delivered and exceeded every expectation I had during our conversation. And we are going to continue to wish him well on his recovery to that torn ACL. What is going to wrap up this edition? of the show but before we let you go we do encourage you guys to go to the website heeltoughblog.com where with all the recruiting news on the basketball front there are some articles up about the guys that carolina has gotten involved in this week and whenever that gregory uh, gg jackson news does become official we will have you covered on heeltoughblog.com as well as for football a lot of recruiting news going on as well for them. But Anthony is keeping you up to date with the latest on the recruiting trail for Mac Brown and, and, and the Tar Heels. Also, Carolina announced who they'll be taking with them to ACC Media Days next week ahead of what's going to be a very important in, uh, 2022 season for Mac Brown on the field. And with that in mind, before you know it, guys, we'll be getting you ready with in-depth position previews, battles to watch in camp, and all that fun preseason stuff as we'll be getting you ready for the 2022 college football season before you know it. So you can find all that great ca- all that great content and more at HeelToughBlog.com. As for the podcast, you know where to find us, every major podcasting platform. Just simply search the Four Corners Podcast and we will pop up. You can like and review the pod on whatever platform you so use. But most importantly, we do encourage you guys to hit that subscribe button. That way you don't miss anything we do this offseason, like this interview with recruiting expert Alex Caramanos. What is going to wrap up this edition for the show? I do want to thank Alex again for hosting with me. want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, go Tar Heels. The Four Corners Podcast is a proud member of the Basketball Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at HoopsPodNet or visit our website, www.thebasketballpodcastnetwork.com to find the best basketball podcast.